0: You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Coach is filmed before a studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I, That always reminds me of the Rydell fight song every yes, time I hear true, it. true, <laughs>
1: true, true. I have been singing this, though, for three straight weeks. Uh, and like I in bet my you head, have. Even though I skip through it, but it, you know, it always comes on, so.
0: Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. So, Natalie, we're talking about Coach because yes. this was a listener suggestion. It was indeed. So, we watched it. Okay, first of all, <laughs>
1: we did not watch it. <laughs> I well, watched it. Well hey okay let's let's just talk about this listen. folks this is a this is a this is a view listener not viewer we don't have viewers listener <laughs> suggestion you don't know that's true <laughs> um a listener suggestion and so we love that because we love that you guys want us to talk about stuff you're passionate about yep. and it broadens our horizons because yep. I was aware when this show was on but never really watched it and I'm like okay this will be good though I know who's in it I, I, I'm like I'm all about it so, everybody knows that most of our shows, when we talk about it, like, I end up watching the entire series. Because I'll literally have it on in my car where I don't have to. I can just listen to it and whatever. So, I go through and watch the whole thing. Well, and of course, everyone knows our history that I have played sports my whole life. And I love sports. And I especially love football. So i Rebecca have not and i don't messages me like <laughs> and is like uh we can talk about this whatever because you know i'm not gonna watch this whole thing it's about sports
0: i it's, okay i'm all whatevs
1: i'm halfway through already first of
0: all i know i was like so we're Thank gonna talk you. about coach in like a month or two nope you're done with the series I already. Was like, i'm pretty much done i so. got i got one episode in and i was like <clears throat> This is way about sports. Like, so about sport.
1: I actually, though, <laughs> wish you could have... It. Okay, don't, again, okay. We,
0: we don't have enough time to watch
1: everything. At least we shouldn't have enough time. <laughs> I should. But if I find one that I love... and Okay, so if I watch the first episode of something, and I don't even have to try to get into it, or I knew something about it that mm-hmm. happened to me with Cheers, I'm like, oh, I, I'm all in, sure. and, and then I become obsessed. This I loved. And I really do think if you could have watched more of this, the outside story that's not part of the coaching part and the sports part is awesome. And I do have to say, I have never in my life, I never had enough appreciation for Jerry Van Dyke. Oh, yeah. He is beyond amazing. (laughs) I love him so Um, much. So funny. And he's such a good actor. And I mean, like, literally, I was like, One time almost on the ground laughing. He's so funny.
0: I, okay, first of all, don't hate me, people who suggested (laughs) Coach, because I didn't hate the show, and I did not not watch it. I did watch some of it. You just don't like the sports. I just, I could not get into it, because it was very Mm sports-heavy, and you said Luther is funny, right? He Uh is, but it's not necessarily a funny thing. I relate to, for me, the show is, like, when I go into, like, Shields Mm -hmm. or Dick's Sporting Goods or, like, one of those big mega sports stores, Mm -hmm. because my daughter's into archery now, so I have to go in there, and every time I go in there, it's, like, I am very aware that I'm in a universe that I'm not part of. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm looking around, like, the people walking around here know what what all this stuff is mm-hmm. and they and they're here for a purpose. Yeah. And I'm just looking for like a glove for my kid to wear. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea. And like this is a whole like like a whole world that mm-hmm. I'm not part of. Gotcha. So that's how this show feels to me. Okay. I'm not part of this world. Right. But I was in it. And yes. I did watch some. Yeah. And what's funny is that like there's a part where his his daughter is Um, She's a dancer. So there's a part where she has that crazy dance instructor that comes to visit from Europe or whatever with the bad Russian accent. (laughs) And they are playing this character up as, like, crazy artsy lady. Mm -hmm. Because that's the perspective from this show. Yeah, Is that... Early people are crazy. She's crazy, She's crazy because yeah. of that reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Including his daughter and her who becomes her husband. Yes. They are he's a mime in the beginning. And oh I my mean God. So the coach is Hayden Fox, of course, yeah. played by uh Craig T. Nelson. And he is your typical he's the football coach. He's an old school football coach. Mm-hmm. And very much like I can't believe my daughter is dating some... You know, of course, his dream would have been to that she's dating a football player and all those that he... Somebody he can relate to. So he he very much is part of that era. Yeah. And you're right. He's very... like he makes fun of that. And then even when she gets married and she goes off to that family's house, they do sing-alongs. And it's right. all interesting. Right. So, yeah.
0: So in this case... My people are the butt of the joke. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Well,
1: speaking of your people being the butt of the joke, I do have to take, uh, you know... Issue with the fact that throughout the series, Hayden is the football coach, mm-hmm. and he is constantly making fun of Judy Watkins, who's the women's basketball coach, yes. because of how tall she is. Yes, and she's six one, by the way. And so there's a constant, but and then just in general making fun of the women's basketball team. He talks about how big their feet are, yeah, and all of these yes. different things. And so I took, you know, exception to that a lot, right. having been been a basketball player and being extremely tall.
0: It is problematic. Yes. and it was the 80s slash 90s and you can tell
1: I, I mean this woman starts dauber is uh one of the assistant coaches he ends up he actually plays for uh coach fox and then takes eight years to graduate so he becomes like a graduate <laughs> assistant coach and then he's an assistant coach and uh continues on with him uh so his name is michael dabinski and he goes by dauber And he ends up dating Judy Watkins, the basketball coach. So that relationship happens. So like she's always around. Yeah. So she becomes friends with. And again, we haven't even mentioned Christine yet. uh, Christine is Hayden's girlfriend. Then becomes his wife. Uh, They become relation. They have a relationship. Uh, Judy comes over for like a Christmas at one point. So she comes in. Hayden like. Gives her a jab. She gives it back. She says something else bad to him why football players are so stupid, whatever. And then it's over. Yeah. And then everybody gets along and hangs out. Yeah. So, because early on, it's way worse. And then once she's dating Dobber, it's like, it becomes, and I mean, I just, re- you know, there's that part of that world I've been in, or even in jobs where you're in a mm-hmm. job where everybody, you know, like you give each other crap and you kind of point out people's flaws to a point or whatever thing you might point out just because it's good-natured
0: and so that tended to happen and a lot in here. hayden is a very realistic character i mean mm-hmm. he's a like you know an alpha male yeah sports i don't understand women he yeah His philosophy on women in season one is they give, 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 and eventually they want something back. (laughs) And he's so angry about that because Christine is, like, being needy or something, you know? So he's a very real character. It's just not... You know, the character that would be portrayed on television today.
1: For sure. A lot of things happen in this show that definitely wouldn't happen today. Um, And the other, you know, talking about... So, Christine Armstrong, she's a a reporter in Minneapolis, played by Shelley Fabre. And they are dating... Uh that becomes clear like in the first couple episodes or whatever. Like, and secretly
0: dating at first.
1: Well, at first it was like a secret thing cuz uh she's interviewing him and then everybody walks out the room and then they're all like hugging and kissing each other like, "Oh, I can't wait to see you." So it was basically like she just comes down on the weekends cuz uh he coaches at Minnesota State, so this is uh within an hour of Minneapolis. And this is a fiction, a fictional school, of course. Mm-hmm. Um And then Jerry Van Dyke, who we've also mentioned, is Luther Van Dam, who's an assistant coach and has been with Hayden forever. He actually coached Hayden, I believe. And uh, now he's his, basically his defensive coordinator. Um, So they're kind of, that's like their dynamic. And early on, I mean, again, we see the same thing. So Kelly is Hayden's daughter. She comes and decides she wants to go to school at Minnesota State. He has not been in her life basically for 16 years. He left her mom when she was little, because he moved all around as a coach. And they just didn't see eye to eye, and that was it. So that was kind of the Christine Hayden relationship, too. They always had this kind of like it's a casual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it slowly developed into, of course, seriousness. And Even though he didn't recognize that. Yeah, and that was a big, I mean, I guess that was a big story that I actually just enjoyed watching, too. So yeah. as much as I loved this show and p- could definitely watch it again, and it's because I love sports, but... Their relationship especially, I loved. And and some of the stuff I guess I thought of too, just with Luther being so funny, there is a lot of it that is, like you said, centered around sports, because he's kind of the butt of the joke. He comes in, he's always eating donuts. He's always his physical comedy is constant. Yeah. He's him and Dauber both play dumb guys. Like they're clearly, you know, kind of successful and they're coaches and whatever, but um, like Hayden's staying at Christine's apartment. Luther comes over, he spills grape juice all over her brand new white carpet. And it's literally like he's pouring juice and then just turns and then pours it on the carpet. And then he's like, then he sits on it so said Hayden doesn't see it. And then they get up and then they're trying to fix it. And it's like a big ordeal. But one of my favorite ones was later on, he has um, I think he called it his death box. And it's a uh it looks like a fishing box or whatever, like a toolbox. So he says to Hayden, well, it has all my stuff in it. So when I die, you'll know what to do. And all my papers are in there. And he's like, oh, well, okay. If you feel, you know, you want me to take it. He's like, just don't ever look in it though until, it ha- you know, whatever. And he's oh, like, Lord. okay. So Hayden takes it home and he puts it on the table, knocks it off and it spills out everywhere. So of course he's putting it all back in and everything. Well, he's like, Christine, there's a picture of you in here. And there's a letter on the back. And then he's she's like, Don't read it, Hayden, don't read it, like this is weird, you know, whatever. And he goes, It's a love letter. <laughs> so they read it, of course, and Luther like basically is like his undying love for Christine, who he's, you know, Hayden's been with for a long time now. And they read the whole thing, and it's very much like, you know, just that he loves her and he thinks she's a great person. It's very cute. <laughs> And so they're, like, so then Luther just also, also, he just shows up at their house all the time and just pounds right. on the door. As you do, because exactly sitcoms. So they're putting everything back in there, and then, like, they hide the box or whatever. So Luther comes over with something he wants to put in the box. Jeez. Oh, and he's like, I need to do it. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. And so he opens it up and sees that it's been disheveled. So mm-hmm. he knew what order, everything. he's like, you looked in here, you know, da 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 and he's like freaking out. And they're finally like, he goes, I didn't look in it. And Christine's like, Luther, really, it was an accident. So of course he doesn't believe Hayden. he's like, oh, it was an accident. He goes, that's what I just said. He's like, well, Christine's never told a lie in her life. And so they're like, okay. He goes, what did you see? And Hayden's like, nothing. And Christine's just like looking up at the ceiling because he just said like how she can't lie. And he goes, oh my God, you saw the picture, didn't you? And she's like, well, and he goes, oh my God. And he's (laughs) freaking out. And then he goes, You didn't say the letter, did you? And she's like, well... And he's like, ah! And then he's like, oh, my God, did you read it? And again, she can't help it. And his reaction every time, I literally was just dying. I'm like, oh, my God, he's so funny. And then he's so embarrassed, and he runs out, of course. And then she goes to his apartment to talk to him. And then it's this whole thing. And she's like, I can't believe, though, that you were, like if I would have read that after you were gone, she's like, I'm, that would make me so much more sad. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad now she's like, cause you know, I love you too. Right. And it was super cute. And then I was like, Oh, okay. But that showcased him cause he was always alone. And there were some yeah. good episodes. They actually found Luther's dad ran out on him when he was 10 and they found his dad, um, at some shop in Chicago, like some uh, memorabilia shop. So there was like super emotional yeah. episodes. And yeah, lots of good stuff.
0: Oh, okay, kill. Cool.
1: I do have to say though, too, that I feel like every time we're watching a show, then the next show we watch has way too many elements that are either the same or, and by saying that, I As mean, the last show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's why we do bingo. Well, yeah, <laughs> we recently watched, well, not just that. It's like we recently watched Mary Tyler Moore and yeah. talked about it and how much we loved it. So, right away, uh, Priscilla Morrell, who plays Lou Grant's wife on the Mary Tyler Mm -hmm. Moore Show, plays a rich widower who Hayden keeps going to Mm -hmm. because he wants some donation. Um, But my favorite part is that um, Georgia Engel, who played Georgette on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, is a prominent role because she plays Howard's wife. And she's on for most of the last few seasons and um she kind of plays the exact same character as how Georgette is so maybe that's just who like Georgia Engel is and Yeah. She's quite awesome. So yeah. Lots
0: of good fun stuff. I was like oh. And Jerry Jerry Van Dyke was also on the Mary Tower. Exactly, movie, so yes. There's that. Well, for those of you who haven't seen Coach yet Um, Coach aired on ABC from February 28th, 1989 to May 4th, 1997, which is nine seasons. Nine seasons. And I even asked, I mentioned it to my parents the other day, and they were like, oh yeah, we used to watch a little bit of Coach. I had no idea. Because I'd never seen I, it.
1: Okay, so everybody, like, everybody knows when you, by the time you hear this episode, but Easter was yesterday, mm-hmm. and I brought this up at dinner, and my aunt and uncle were like, oh, my God, we love Coach. There's right. this one episode where this friend dies, and he has to throw the urn into the lake, and then they're telling me this whole spiel. I'm like, I literally just watched <laughs> like that. I'm like, when did you just watch that? Like, did you just watch it? I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so So funny. I was like, how awesome is this? Right.
0: The premiere of this show was on a Tuesday night, between Roseanne and Thirty Something. Mm. Again, I didn't watch Thirty Something. I always get didn't past that
1: either because we were probably too young. Yeah, you we think were. Team, team, something, something we wanted to watch. Yeah. Yes,
0: um, and it was opposite the Miss USA pageant. Ah, mm. so I guess we could flip back and forth. Interestingly, the second episode aired the next night on March 1st, so it was regularly a Wednesday show, but it premiered on Tuesday, and then they had the second episode, and it was after Head of the Class. Mm. Um, Which would have been confusing, because in the pilot, they act like Kelly's already an
1: established character,
0: and then the second episode, she actually shows up. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I found that very strange. Episode two happened... Before episode one, because episode two is where she shows up at the college, and mm-hmm. she wants to reconnect with her dad, because the first episode, he was like, this is my daughter who I have reconnected with. Right. Right. Previously, but you didn't see that But you happen. didn't see that. Then all of a sudden, the next episode, was right. like, oh wait, we gotta go back to that. Right. So I <laughs> assume that they, you know, they filmed a couple episodes mm-hmm. and then they they probably put it in front of a test audience and they, they've gotta get you hooked so they have yeah. to give you the episode so that... Do this one. Yeah. yeah, the episode that draws you in. Makes sense. So that's how they did it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Um, so this show centers around the life, like you said, of head coach... Hayden, what's his sure. name? Sure. <laughs> I did it again, okay? So when I wrote down
1: my notes for this, and I I did, then I wikipedia this and realized why I know why I did this. So when I first wrote this down, I have him down as Hayden Fry. And I kept, I keep writing that, and then all of a sudden I'm watching the show, and I'm like, oh, his last name is Fox. And I'm yeah. like, why did I come oh. up with that? Oh, because the character's based on Hayden Fry, yeah. who was actually the, the football coach for Iowa, right? Yes, that yes. Right? yes, yes. yes and then Iowa. I realized later, I was like, oh,
0: they even said that that's how it was based on. I'm like,
1: no, no wonder I thought that that was his
0: name. <laughs> it's I'm just like,
1: stuck okay, in your brain,
0: because I know. Well, the creator of the show, Barry Kemp, graduated from University of Iowa in Iowa City mm-hmm. where you and I That's right. hung out with Mickey Dolan. That's right. And he bought us beer <laughs> and chicken wings <laughs> and french fries. Were there french fries? <gasps> I think so. I think there were. Um, and a lot of the exterior shots of students walking around the campuses were filmed in Iowa City because, mm. like you said, Minnesota State at the time did not exist. Mm-hmm the show's theme song um, in the last couple seasons was played by the Iowa State University Marching Band. But that was because they won a contest. It wasn't just given to them. Oh, nice. Yeah. And in 1989, there was no Minnesota State College, but a year later, or sorry, a year after Coach ended, Mankato State University changed their name to Minnesota State University Mankato. And that was a change that was made more than thirty years after they petitioned to be called Minnesota. State I didn't even University. know that. And I also
1: know that that says mankato just because I know somebody who went there. But I don't remember who. But I remember when I was in grade school, somebody was going to Mankato. And so I was so I, like, I, I totally butchered it. But that's fine. Because why would you know that? I wouldn't have I would I wouldn't have, have, I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't have, have been able to create
0: create that? Correct you had mm-hmm. I not known somebody who went to Mankato State. Crazy. Well then in two thousand Moorhead University became Minnesota State University Moorhead. And I know about Moorhead because I used to be a telemarketer. I did outbound mm. telemarketing in the early nineties and I had to call people and ask them for donations for Moorhead. Really? I was trying to be serious. I am not even kidding you. I was trying to be like, okay, that's yep. not
1: awkward at all. But so yeah, interesting. Really, you have to just follow
0: the script. Okay. The script says it better. Okay. Um, and and then people would yell at me and be like, I already gave them money. Why do I need more money? Which is how I feel when my college asks me for money. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm like, I didn't even graduate. Why do you think I have money? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have money for you. <gasps> <laughs> I gave it all to you so anyway yeah that's awesome that's the history i have behind coach that's amazing and
1: yes i remember and i remember reading up on um was it in the beginning when it was first airing oh yeah that it was going to air against monday night football which wouldn't make any sense at all because that's pretty much a show that most people would watch if they do both that's where your audience (laughs) right and i'm like oh that's interesting um So, yeah, that did make sense. And the best part about that is, and again, something that you wouldn't know, but towards, you know, they started having many people guest on. do know. That you, well, you wouldn't know who they were when they just showed up on the screen. like I'd be like, oh, my God, that's who that is. That is true. Um, Except for Dick Buckus, of course.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: But, yeah, so there was... uh, Several guys who came on from the Monday Night Football crew, and then actual, just you know, real football players, mm-hmm. especially. So, towards the end, he is offered a pro job in Orlando for the Orlando Breakers, which is supposed to be an expansion team, which really doesn't exist. Um, and all of that that you just said was just like bleep, blah, bloop, blah, bleep, blah, bleep, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> so, yeah, so they all end up going to Orlando and, uh, working for a pro team. So, of course, he takes... Minnesota State wasn't very good, and they end up winning a national championship. So, on the football sides of things, of course, that becomes great. There's a star player who he, um, you know, really tries to get, so that's always an important thing in the football. Um, (laughs) Thank you for explaining that. Exactly. So, yeah, they go to a bowl game. I mean, there's lots of crazy stuff. And then uh, Christine and Hayden go on a cruise, And Mona's there. I mean, not Mona, but (laughs) Catherine Catherine Hellman, Hellman. (laughs) uh, who played Mona and who's the boss. Uh, So she is a rich lady who seems crazy, of course, and she's on this cruise. Well, then she's talking. Hey, she's like, oh, you coach football? Do you want to be my coach? I own a football team. And he's like, what? And she goes, yeah, I own this this new football team in Orlando. And he goes the expansion team and then she says her last name and of course it's her uh, her husband passed away mm-hmm. and left her the team and he's like knows exactly who she is and ends up coaching. Well, she's literally like, "Well, you look fun, you should be the coach." I mean, that's how she makes decisions. And sure. then throughout the whole 2 years that they were there, she's like, um, she comes into him one time and she goes, "Okay, so We don't have any concession stands that are within enough time from section whatever to go all the way out and get concessions and then come back in the time that you have a timeout. Did you know that? And he goes, no, Doris, because I'm on the field talking to my players (laughs) during timeouts. And she's like, well. And she goes, so I think what we need to do then is um, you're going to have to make the timeouts longer so that people and he's like well I can't really do that the NFL decides Uh. that so on and on and on and she goes and she's just so dumb she's like okay well what can we do and she goes do you decide when you take the timeouts he's like yeah okay so in the middle of the half then take all three of your timeouts at the same time so our customers (laughs) can go to the concessions and he's like Um, that's not really how the game of football works. So she's totally clueless. And when Luther, who she starts dating, wants to be the general manager, he's like, I'd like to be considered. And she has a bunch of names of people who want to be considered. And she goes, oh, okay. Well, then your first job
0: is call these guys and tell them the position's (laughs) been filled. So she's totally. That's like when Karen Walker got a baseball yes, team. I was going to say 100%.
1: That'd
0: be like if you owned
1: a <laughs> right, team. Right. You'd be like, okay. Oh, oh you want to. I, I think we should change the color to pink. Wouldn't
0: that because be great? That would be great. What if I got, like, what if someone gave me an NFL you'd, team and, and you you'd were like, her. can I help you with that? And yeah. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. You're like, no, I got this. You'd I got like, this. I, uh, my, my daughter told I, me what to do. I actually <laughs> have changed all of the concession stands into um like sushi bars yep. and Indian you would, yep. food, yep. Yep. and you'd yeah. be all about it. You'd be all yeah. about it. And I made it fancier. And oh, and we're gonna string lights like across the field, like you know, like those party lights, okay. like you have okay. on your back yeah. patio. Yeah. We're gonna string those across the okay. field because it Perfect. looks really pretty. Perfect. <laughs> We're gonna oh, have dogs goodness. at halftime <laughs> on the field. Goodness, goodness, goodness! Good, okay. times. Good Well, times. I have a list of guest stars that played themselves, but I only listed the ones that use names oh. I know. There are so many. There's a lot of people we have to talk about. So let me list all the ones yeah. whose who names I know. Okay. Frank Gifford. Yes. With his wife Kathy Lee Gifford, of course. Mary Hart. Yes. Troy Aikman, yes, who I know, but I don't know why. Okay, well,
1: is he see a football person? He, he was the star quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in their heyday, and is now a announcer. And I, they they tried to get his sperm during the show oh, because really? they couldn't have yeah. a baby.
0: I think and, yeah. that he. Oh, they did that with John Stamos on Friends. Yes, which would be my choice. But I think that Troy Aikman maybe was on Saturday Night Live one time, oh, or he probably. Like, I very already likely. know him from very being likely. on TV, <laughs> and of course. Mike Ditka, <gasps> who, of course, I know. No, Dick Butkus. What? No, I Dicka. mean, uh, uh, Ditka was on there too.
1: Mike Ditka is on there, yes. What did I say? You know Mike Dicka because he's plays foot he played football, but you would know Dick Buttkiss because of all know. the T V shows.
0: Yes, Dick Buttkiss. Okay. Also. But also right. I didn't write that down. Oh, I wrote okay. down Mike okay, Dicka Okay, you confused me. And there. I only know Mike. I didn't know you knew who I Mike Ditka was. No, Mike Ditka, <laughs> because on SNL oh, okay. the the Bears superfans always talk about Ditka. Oh, that's Ditka. That's right. And I know what he looks like because sometimes they would flash his picture. That's true. That's true. See why I shouldn't be watching, Coach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's, of course, a ton of football players that do come on. um, And there's so many to list. But I do have to think it's funny how uh, Rick Barry, who is an NBA player, Mm -hmm. they actually wanted him to be the head basketball coach at Minnesota State. And Hayden, like... Like, thwarts it because he doesn't want to be, like, the least important coach because he knows how, you know, Rick Barry's famous because okay. he played in the NBA. Which so, is course. basketball. It's the basketball. Um, and Vladi Devots was on at one point, and I knew that that was him, and he played just like a delivery person at one point. And he's, Vladdy Devots is like 6'11", also played in the NBA. So, yes, several players, Keyshawn uh, Johnson, Eddie George, Bob Greasy... Lou Holtz, who's a famous football coach for Notre Dame, is in. Of course, that sounds familiar. Um, Keith Jackson, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, I do have to say this though: famous people that we both know, like Lisa Kudrow. Uh-huh. Uh Lisa Kudrow was a nurse when uh, Christine went in to get like a plastic surgery consult. I didn't see that one. Um, and Luther befriends a young boy. In like a diner when I, like Luther's all by himself. So Luther, that's kind of like a typical thing that happens with Luther. He ends up like, he's always like, oh, what are we doing? And he wants to hang out with Hayden and Christine or whoever. So he ends up at a diner one night eating by himself. So some young boys in there and then like Luther gets like the last piece of pie and then he shares it with this little kid. So then it becomes this thing where they go to the diner and they kind of hang out. And so... And then the mom comes in one night and she knows that this has been happening. And she's like, oh, honey, did you tell Luther our news? And he's like, no, I haven't, mom. Yeah, I got promoted. We're moving to wherever. So they're in Luther's all sad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is sad. And for whatever reason, I looked up, you can look up every individual episode of everything ever. So I went to look that up for some reason. And I don't know why, because it had nothing to do with the little kid. Mm -hmm. It was something else. And then I found out that this little kid is Jesse Smollett. Oh. jesse jesse smollett who of right. course has become famous recently for not
0: important <laughs> things but um but We're he's an actor things. yeah right. something that you know but i was like oh well that was bizarre can i can i pause first okay go you ahead. can pause i no, i just wanted to go on a tangent about jesse smollett mm. because his sister was uh stephanie's friend on full house with the curls which I found out because she's in the new show. It's a newer show. It's from last year. Um, did we already talk about this? I don't think so. Stephanie's Hold on. We got to pause. We got to pause. We got to pause.
1: I was thinking you're talking about Little Michelle's friend.
0: Is it Michelle's friend or Stephanie's friend? Who's I,
1: the girl that's like, and she's always sh- like, she's super. Yeah. She's super hardcore. But that. Sorry. Uh, her name
0: is Journey. Her name is Journey. Smollett and she was it was Michelle's friend okay. you're right it was Michelle's okay. friend hold on because as soon it. as you said that I pictured her face and she looks like this kid so now I'm thinking
1: that so she it looks is. like this now oh my and yep you're okay you're right okay so that girl was also on an episode of Grey's Anatomy so that's so, why I was like oh my gosh
0: she's in the new HBO horror drama Lovecraft country oh lovecraft country she's like super but gorgeous now she's too of course so gorgeous and she <laughs> like, was wow. the cutest kid and that's she really a was really good show oh. and you should watch it it's scary though um it's oh. very intense oh, but okay i that's Skirt. his sister so i thought I was just yeah it up. because i kept side no so i watched that show like I, well, I watched lovecraft country like six months ago mm. and i started to look at her like She's so familiar. Yep. And then I had to look up who she was, and it blew my mind, and then I was going to tell you. And then I was going to tell you, and I was going to tell you, and I never told you. So, so I'm telling you now.
1: When I saw her on an episode of Grey's Anatomy, I thought that, I'm like, God, I know this girl from mm-hmm. somewhere. Never looked it up, because I saw that briefly. Mm-hmm. And then when we talked about Full House, I was like, hold That's on. Her. That's <laughs> her. And then I figured it out. So, yeah. I was like, okay. So... A Sorry. few more. <laughs> this is somebody specifically that you'll be excited. Not okay. necessarily excited, but um I'm not very excitable. There is uh Beth Grant played Loretta on Tu Hong Fu. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. She has
1: a prominent role as several people and it becomes kind of a funny thing. <laughs> so at first she's like um a maid at uh-huh. an art gallery, then she's at a bar and she's a waitress and then the next time she's she works at another place where they go and it's like in a fancy restaurant in New York. So then it becomes a thing and you can tell. So Hayden's always like, "Don't I know you from somewhere?" and mm-hmm. then she's like rah, rah, rah. and she's always like angry and at one point he shows up at Christine's hotel in New York. And she's like thinks he's trying to like seduce her or something the maid <laughs> and so it became super funny and i'm like oh my god she's in all these little different things she's in everything she is i was she, like oh my I god i love her she's super fun and we have to talk about our good friend mike is it Farrell, who is shelly fabry's yes. husband in real life yeah plays an old flame of hers right. on here and of course he was on mash so he we was honey him.
0: cut on mash and who is shelly Is that how you... I wrote it down differently. I know, but who Mm -hmm. is she?
1: Oh, well, she, of course, was on the Donna
0: Reed show. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And that's where I knew her from, from the very beginning. She started acting at age three. And she played Mary Stone on the Donna Reed show. And she had a number one hit in 1962 with Johnny Angel. Johnny Angel. Johnny Johnny, Angel. How I love him. Is Johnny dead i haven't listened to the song in a long time but i was thinking in the shower the other day you know like you do i i was started singing johnny angel to myself and then i was like is he dead is oh. is he a bad boy johnny because johnny's usually a bad boy in songs right and is he dead because he's an angel but i don't know the lyrics to the song oh my gosh we'll but maybe i'm it. mixing it up with the johnny who mm. dies on the motorcycle yes is that a johnny Yes. What's <laughs> that one? Okay, I, mean, I just ran really to
1: listen to these after the show. Now that you're saying this, I'm all like, I'm like linking things to this sort because of, it's so funny. I actually we mentioned Shelley Fabre once before. We did. It was yes. when we were talking about Mash, and, and she's I, not recognizable. And I always thought she was because I guess I always knew that was the girl who was in the Donna Reed show because I grew up watching that. Okay. And then when well, she so became, I. I knew she was on Coach, even though I didn't watch Coach. Um, and she's awesome. I love. She was her. in
0: something else we were watching at some point. I think you're right. I don't know what and it she's, was.
1: She's she's just awesome though, and I love her in this. And again,
0: I just yeah. She, she's she was also in some Elvis movies. She was in Girl Happy, yes. Spin Out and Clambake. That's what. That's right. And then several things that I yeah. Her mom Mildred, and Coach, was mm-hmm. actually played by her real aunt Nanette Febray. That's right. I saw that, and there were
1: several. Oh, that was the one thing I was going to say. Well, first of all, Dick Van Dyke makes an appearance. They go to but a... He's uncredited. <laughs> they go to a Van Dam family reunion that Luther finally found people in his family, and he just walks through, and of course, everybody cheers. Right. Uh, just because it's him. And Craig T. Nelson's son, Noah Nelson, actually played two characters, and immediately, because I watched this show in its entirety in three and a half weeks, um... He first plays a guy on the team that Hayden... So Hayden signs an agent at one point to, like, promote his image Mm -hmm. and help get him a pro job. He ends up talking to this kid who is, like, super excited to play the game of football. But during halftime, he tells him to, like, basically take out a player on the other team who's, like, one of the best players in the country.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And... You know, and you tackle somebody hard. Those things can just happen. So then that ends up happening. They end up winning the game. And afterwards, the players are kind of excited. But then Hayden's like kind of... And then this kid comes in and he's just destroyed like that he Hmm. because this other kid's in the hospital and hasn't woken up yet and so that's a big like one of those moments and of course it's a big sport thing whatever well that's actually Noah Nelson his son in real life who also then plays the biological father of the baby they adopt
0: so that becomes a
1: story too hayden and Mm christine end up adopting a baby uh when they get to orlando because they wanted to have a child and even though he was kind of resistant at first because he's done the child thing and now they're older and uh they end up not being able to get pregnant of course and they adopt a baby cute um oh dick martin who's who i was gonna ask
0: if you saw the episode where dick martin was did i say he played a good old friend of luther's who stole luther's woman you know here's the thing i'm seeing dick martin in so many places that now i can't remember which places i saw him in when he first came out i'm like who is that who is that who is that i'm like watching it of course dick martin from from laughing and i also was watching laughing last week so that doesn't help (laughs) so you're like wait did i see him (laughs) where did i was it in my house i don't i have no idea that's awesome Craig T. Nelson, who plays Hayden Fox, was born in Spokane, Washington in 1944, and he did play football and baseball and basketball in high school. And he, you know, looks like a sporty guy. And in 1969, he dropped out of the University of Arizona and moved to Hollywood to be an actor. But he wasn't at first. He was a security guard. Oh, well, there you go. And then his first acting gig was in the 1971 film The Return of Count Yorga. Which was a sequel to the nineteen seventy film Count Yorga Vampire. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right, and later he'd go on to other great movies like Poltergeist. Have you seen Poltergeist? Yes. Silkwood and Turner and Hooch.
1: Poltergeist. I think I knew he was in
0: Turner. He was also the voice of Mister Incredible in the movie. The Incredibles. Oh, there's somebody told Which me that. I didn't realize. I don't think I
1: ever really I'm so that, bad
0: at figuring out who voices are on cartoons. They
1: have to be somebody very, with a very yeah. distinctive
0: voice. Yeah, I'm really bad at it. Well, and even then, that, I I'll that, be like, I have no idea who this voice is.
1: Like how I knew Wilma Flintstone's voice when we yeah. watched the
0: Jetsons. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Because she has a distinctive voice. Uh, Jerry Van Dyke plays Luther Van Damme. And, of course, he's Dick Van Dyke's younger brother. I don't even think you're allowed to have the last name Van Dyke if you're not related to Dick Van Dyke. Probably not. I think it's a law. That wouldn't be be good. And he had a bunch of TV roles here and there, but in classic TV folklore, he's best known for My Mother the Car, which is said to be the second worst TV show of all time.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's bizarre because just randomly today, I just was Googled like 50 sitcoms so I could think of something in the future that you and I could watch. And I saw that on there by the car, and I didn't even I couldn't tell who was in it because I didn't really look it up. But I was like, that seems interesting. Maybe we should watch that at some point because it seems bizarre. I didn't even look, so I
0: think it's only like. But maybe that's a sign because you just said it. But who knows? We could totally watch it if it's available. Um, It's funny because I was watching him on an old David Letterman today, Mm -hmm. and which, you know, you, you see actors and you think, I bet, like in real life they're not this high strung mm-hmm. person and they're a subdued normal person yeah. he's not not he is <laughs> same <on>. person <gasps> and so david letterman was asking him basically like what is it like to have been like not at all successful until you were an old man and he's <laughs> like well it's great because nobody's like hey he got really old they just know me as an old guy and that's was like true i don't know if that was a dig or what yeah that's kind of interesting um, what was I saying? Oh, he loved poker. He oh. And in the 90s and early 2000s, he announced poker tournaments on ESPN. And I probably watched them while I was feeding my babies at night, because that's what I did to pass the time. Wow, interesting. He watched poker. Interesting. And he passed away in 2018 at his ranch in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Now, my favorite character uh-huh. in this show of, like, the 12 episodes that I watched... <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh with assistant coach dauber michael dabinski michael Dabinsky, played by bill figurebucky is that how you say that i have no idea i'm gonna say, say it like that time, yeah um did you know he's the voice of patrick star on spongebob squarepants no me neither but now that you say that and as little in my life spongebob i've yeah. ever seen i can hear that yeah. low voice that he's got it's so funny interesting and he also played marshall's dad in how i met your mother which you haven't watched but i love that show and until i looked this up i didn't even realize that interesting he looks the same Hmm. in how i met your mother i just didn't cross my mind interesting he was a football player in college at the university of idaho and while there he performed for the first time on stage in godspell uh-huh, which oh, is a musical
1: wow. that I love. and he's also like 6'6, I believe.
0: He's very oh, tall. Real, yeah. His character is hilarious because I love the dumb character, even mm-hmm. though I wouldn't want to have a conversation with that person. <laughs> I love the dumb character, and that there's two dumb characters in yeah. this show is pretty good. He's also, though, super like again, he's very loyal. Oh my he's goodness. a good friend.
1: And uh, they end up asking him to be the godfather of their baby because. Mm-hmm. They're like, who are we going to ask? And at first, Howard and... I already forgot her name. Uh, They end up, like, asking them, but they're a little crazy. And they go to their house, and they have a Barbie doll collection. And Hayden and Christine get really freaked (laughs) out. And so they're trying to figure everything out. Well, they come home, and Dauber had been watching the baby. And they walk in, and he's, like, reading to him. And he's, like, super (laughs) sweet. And they're both like hmm and they're like Dabber, would you want to be and he said I'd be my great honor and I'm like "Oh, well, so, so mean, super yeah, sweet he's so yeah a sweet
0: guy why wouldn't he be sweet with your weird. baby yeah that was my favorite character he does he's by so the
1: good. way sleep with uh, Kelly yes. in the, during the show yes yes yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Kelly is played by Claire Carey who was born in Rhodesia so this sent me down a rabbit hole Rhodesia. because you know how I like to do research anyway yeah. because I'm a writer and um, Rhodesia was only it was an unrecognized British state for like 5 years. Okay. So she was born there in the time when it was called Rhodesia. It's in Southern Africa. Now it's part or all of Zimbabwe. I'm not really sure. It dissolved in 1970 and there were a lot of big words right after each other so I got really confused <laughs> about what actually okay. was taking place. So if you are listening and you know a lot about Rhodesia go ahead and you know shoot us a line and tell us mm-hmm. and we'll care I guess interesting <laughs> interesting right so um yeah that's that's Kelly they always have to have the child who shows up mm-hmm. later in life be exactly the opposite of what the parent wants yeah that's why she's a dancer yeah
1: And she has... They have that... She ends up moving to New York and taking some fancy job. And then she comes back. she marries the mime, right? Uh, Well, first she does, yes. She marries the mime at really young. I mean, they're still like 18, 19 Mm -hmm. years old. And they decide that's what they want to do. They get married. And, of course, Hayden's against it. But, of course, he still is okay with it. Well, then... And they live... And then they live... Dauber has some, like, frat house on campus where everybody lives. So they end up living there. And he gets a job as buddy the beaver i think is his name and moves like goes to california for a while well then he comes back and she finds out that he basically had an affair so they get divorced mm. um so kelly ends up taking a job in new york and then it's a super successful deal and then he goes to visit her there and of course she's all like hipster now like well this crazy <laughs> like she has like this furniture that he's like where are you supposed to sit and she's like right here it's a chair you know and she's like well you know we'll go to dinner and he goes okay like seven she's like well like ten he's like 10 (laughs) I'll be in bed and she's like well that's like when we go out and so there's like this whole deal well then she comes back to visit and she brings everybody like really expensive gifts Mm -hmm. and she's trying to like prove herself well they end up having a conversation and she's like I always had to prove myself to you and she basically is like wouldn't you have preferred that I was a boy and she goes she basically like called him out on it and she's like would you have left if I wasn't if I was a boy and he's like No. And he's like, and I can't change. He goes, I don't love you any less, but that's different. I knew your mom could take care of you because you're a girl. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have left if it was a boy. So he kind of has, like, you know, what I guess would be normal reasoning. And they kind of go through that moment where it was like, of course, I always wanted a boy who could play football. And that's my thing. That's who I am in life. But um, they had a good relationship I think considering they were never close for the first you yeah. know like while she was growing up and then they do this as an adult and, yeah she and he's trying
0: up, to be like the dad to her like mm-hmm. when she's dating someone and and she's kind of like I mean
1: who are you and that's like when she comes back and then you know she sleeps with Dauber and it's like and then he <laughs> right. finds out about it but then they're all there but then her and Dauber are both like well I mean, this was great, and we've been friends forever, and, like, so, but I'm gonna go to New York now, and we're not in a relationship, so Mm -hmm. that's it. And that's all there ever was to it, so... That was interesting, and... I don't know, I really loved the dynamic at the end. I don't know if you watched the very last episode, but... So they Do know, I have to say? Well, the last two years they went to Orlando, of course, because he took the pro job. Well, then he finds out um, they're gonna offer him a contract extension and it's more money than he could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Plus they live in a fancy house in Orlando of and all that good stuff when you're NFL. And they Make belong a to a country club. Yes. I know that. So they end up like he gets a contract extension, but then kind of finds out that maybe other teams are interested in him. So now they're like debating it. Well, then somebody calls, wants them to sell their cabin that they had lived in the whole time in Minnesota, which he's never sold. Mm -hmm. And they end up going, they want to go back for a weekend and take some time and think about it. And they go back to the cabin, they visit Minnesota State, and of course, Luther and Dobber follow them there, and it's this big ordeal, because of course, the show's ending. And uh, at the end, they're sitting on their little... uh, thing over the lake the little what do you call it dock and sorry (laughs) like it must not be dock (laughs) because that's a fairly easy word (laughs) he's got uh he's got his their baby timothy is sitting there and so he's kind of teaching him how to fish but he's like talking to him and then christine comes out he's like this thinking of all the places i've lived in my life and nothing ever seemed like home but this is where our relationship started and Mm -hmm. this is like what you know so then they're both she's like 11 years ago, when I met you, you know, you had your life that revolved pretty much completely around football. And my life, you know, revolved around TV. And then I put my career aside. And now I'm sitting here talking to my man, and he wants to put his career aside to be with the family. So they decide anyway to, he's basically giving up football and they move back to Minnesota mm-hmm. because he wants to now just raise his family and do that. And that's basically how it ends. But I do love at the very end, they kind of show what every what it would have happened with everybody and uh they show like timothy being like a seven year old boy like years later and then two two kids show up at the door and they're like pounding on the door and it looks like luther and dauber <laughs> but as like seven year old boys and it's so cute um but at the very end of the whole series they're all sitting on the couch and they're talking as themselves and they're like you know oh. we wanted to He's like, basically, since we got the script, you know, a week ago, Shelly's been crying this whole time, and he looks over at <laughs> her, and she, she's crying, and he's like, you know, thank you for letting us be part of your lives for nine years, and all these different things, and they're all kind of sitting there talking, and somehow the uh, the mime is back, Kelly's first husband, <laughs> and he hadn't been on the show for years, um, so they're all talking and talking, whatever, and jerry van dyke comes over and he's like it's not over i don't like i don't nobody told me it was over nobody whatever and the one guy's like we have a plaque. They're dedicating the set to you know, like whatever. See, last last air date. It's <laughs> on here, and he's like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." So they all like, "Come on, guys!" Like, like they all get up and leave. And Jerry sits back on the couch and he's like, "Nope, I'm not going." He's like, "Until someone in a suit tells me it's over, it's not over." And so some random guy who's got a suit jacket on but jeans comes and he's like, "Jerry, it's over." And he's like, "That's not a suit." <laughs> and then he sits there at the end and he's like. I don't know what you guys talk about. I'll be here for work on Monday.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, oh, It's so cute. It's so yeah, what a good show. I loved it. I'm glad that you loved it. I really, really loved it. I'm it not saying good. I hated it. I didn't yeah. hate it. I just didn't you connect get with into it, it as much. Yeah, but I watched it. Not yeah. all of it, but yeah, it was good. I just realized we didn't talk about Tim Conway. That's right. That's right. So. Hayden is at the country club. Uh No, that's not how it happened. Well, first he's their gardener. He's the gardener and then he's his security guard. Well, they have to fire him as the gardener because he's
1: horrible. So he's been (laughs) struck by lightning twice. So everybody knows Tim Conway and how hilarious he is in general. So he plays this and he is just, he has to fire him as the gardener. And then he goes to his house and he like is basically going to be homeless. And then, I mean, he's just so funny because then he's like, well, let me see it. I'll get, I'll, I'll talk to somebody about getting you a job. And he sits down on his lawn chair and puts the phone on his lap and stares at it. And he said, Hayden's still in the room. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll go. So he gets him a job at the football stadium, but then he messes a bunch of stuff up there. Then, of course, Doris, that's the lady who owns the Breakers, she hires him as Hayden's personal security guard. So they go to the country club and he ends up
0: taking a golf ball. Taking a golf ball for him. And he's been talking about the bodyguard, oh the movie, God. this whole time, which I've only seen the first half of. I've never seen that movie, yeah. And yeah, and then he ends up taking a bullet, not a bullet, an actual a golf, golf ball, ball for yeah. him. And and then they play the bodyguard song. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's amazing. So
1: yeah, he's just in general, oh my God, just Tim Collie's hilarious. So I saw those couple episodes. I was like, yep. he's amazing but that was yeah that was a highlight you can tell towards the end of a series again they kind of start to like add things in to make things
0: yeah interesting make them interesting and you know a series has gotten beloved when like big names like tim conway start coming on Mm the show and when you have guests like mary hart and and all the football
1: guys come on because they're like trying to make it seem like it's a real football team or yes. whatever so yeah
0: yeah that's a good shot a good sign that a show is loved for sure because it did
1: say i think that in the beginning it wasn't all that like it wasn't that well received if, like the first
0: season i think well maybe and if they had put sudden. the first two episodes in the correct order. in the right order <laughs> that's what did it faux show faux show i just
1: think that it was uh A good story. So even if you don't like sports, like I said, Rebecca doesn't really like sports. (laughs) Um, It's not all about sports. It's not. They had a lot of good stuff. And just, I think the storyline, but especially between Hayden and Christine was like my favorite because they really went through growing pains. And at one point, you know, like she took a job in New York Mm -hmm. and they had already had kind of a long distance relationship, but it was an hour away as opposed to... um, That was the
0: thing about it. Like he lived... Why did he live in a cabin in the woods anyway? Well,
1: he lived on a lake, so that'd be kind of okay. nice. And it was close to the campus, apparently. Just, he, apparently, he was super close to the campus. They made it seem like
0: two... Like he was in the middle of the
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, it was kind of like he was in the middle of nowhere, but they always made it seem like he was five minutes from yeah. the college. Um, and then Minneapolis was an hour away. So that was always super cool that, yeah, he had this whole... And, of course, he's a football coach, makes a pretty decent salary. So he had a boat and had all these fun things um again
0: that's a place i would never live
1: but she lived in a high-rise apartment building in minneapolis yeah, that's and her, would... her, her, her life was a little bit different and uh so yeah they went through a lot of growing pains when it came to their relationship and
0: great well thank you to the listener who suggested that we yes, watch Coach. i'm so grateful and we'll be looking for more shows to watch indeed that. Send your suggestions our way. Yeah, you can email those to us at tvtangents at gmail.com, or you can Twitter us, or you can Facebook us, or just, I don't know, Carrier Pigeon. Carrier Pigeon, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I want to see a Carrier Pigeon. Cool. Well, all right. should we wrap this up? Because oh. I really need to go to the bathroom. Okay, good. <laughs>
1: we will wrap it up. I found myself whistling this all the time around other people and then realized nobody else knows what I'm whistling. What would
0: really be great is if you were whistling that and somebody knew what you were whistling. I know. They'd be like, coach. I'd be like, oh my god. Okay, yes. I'm always looking for those people. That have been amazing. Okay, wrap it up. Alright, wrap it up. Bye. I'm going to the bathroom. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.